All right, here I am reporting from over the road. Let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list. Sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Mm. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here we are with a, another exciting adventure. I'm over the road. Let me turn the volume down on the microphone here. Yeah, I'm over the road. And, well, this week was a real pain in the ass. What happened this week? Well, this week I left Chicago. Everything was fine. Everything was doing great. Got over to North Dakota. The weather started turning bad. It was... I think, what was that, Wednesday? It was the 12th, whatever, 13th, 45th. I guess it was Wednesday, I don't even remember. Days are kind of, kind of meld together. Anyway, North Dakota decided to shut down the state. So, I got stuck at a rest area for, oh, I think it was like 30-something hours. Couldn't move, couldn't go anywhere. It's pretty rough. Well... It was worse than that. About an hour or two before they opened up the road, the air dryer froze in the truck, and it put water through the system, and it froze. And the truck... I couldn't go anywhere. I had a frozen system. I had to have them come out and fix it. But the maintenance people could not get to me. So that was the problem. They could not get to me. Why couldn't they get to me? Well, they couldn't get to me because the roads were messed up. And, you know, rightfully so, the maintenance guys have to, you know, take care of the rollovers and accidents and people without heat. I had heat, so that was fine. I wasn't doing too bad. I'm in the back of the truck bouncing around in the sleeper. That's why I'm probably fluctuating a little bit. Anyway... I had cans of soup and, you know, foods that didn't even do, you know, we have a microwave in here, but I had foods that you can eat and things that don't go bad in the truck, so we were fine that way. Well, it took a whole other day and a half to get them out there to the truck to, to get us towed in. So we're looking at like two and a half days now by the time we got towed in. Then we went to the hotel. This is in Fargo. They dragged us back to Fargo. And we were in Oriska, North Dakota, which is my marker 304. So, I'm talking slow because of the way the truck's moving, bouncing around. So, we went back to Fargo, went to the hotel. And it was really nice. You know, the company said, hey, you guys have had a rough week. You know, get something to eat. Don't worry, we're going to pay for it. We're going to take care of it to pay for the hotel. It was really nice. Hotel's normal, but... Yeah, to to say, hey, you guys, go get something to eat, refresh, you've had a rough week. I thought that was really cool. 
you know, I guess, uh, you know, the guy I work for, the chairman manager was, he's, he's a pretty good guy. I like him. He seems to, I get the impression that he cares more about his people than he does himself. He'll take care of his people before himself. You know, he's that kind of guy. And you don't see that much in trucking a lot of days. I know it's very rare. It's why it's, I, I think it's so wonderful. But anyway, so, you know, ordered pizza and we were pretty hungry after, you know, just having soup for three days. Which, don't get me wrong, I like soup, but not for three days straight. Good Campbell soup, not that cheap shit. So anyway, so we do that, go to the hotel. Now we're going on three days. We're exhausted. We're in the truck, just sitting in the truck for three days. Look, it's a nice big sleeper. So, you know, one stays awake, one goes to sleep. That way we're not crowding each other and we stay in our shifts. Then, you know, the next day they call us. Truck's ready. We get going. Now we have to go to Kalispell. I may not be saying that right. Kalispell, Montana. Now, we were supposed to go to Missoula, but the load was running late. And Missoula was just backed up, so there's no way we could drop it there. And they were just overloaded because of the way the weather hit. So it's like, well, all right, what the hell? You know, let's do it. Never been up to Kalispell, never had to run that road. What's the worst that could happen? Luckily, guy I know does it. I used to go up there on vacation, so he told me about the road, gave me some highlights of it. That helped out a lot. Then we're going up, oh, what was it, 93, US 93 from Missoula to Kalispell. Kalispell's like 120 miles north of Missoula. Oh my god, might as well be 500 miles. Twisty, turning back roads, no, light, no lights anywhere, completely dark, uh, snowed the whole time. I was doing like maybe 30, 35, scared shitless. You know, it was that kind of scared where, you know, like you're going down a roller coaster and you're about to go down to big, huge dip and you're scared shitless. But then when you get to the bottom, it's like, whoo, that was all right. Well, that was the way this was. I was, oh my God, it took forever. Uh, 120 miles took about three and a half, four hours to do. That's how messed up it was. Not one single car went around me. I didn't see anybody even going the other way either. So we made it up there. As soon as I pull in the terminal, they looked at me and they're like, Hey, are you are you Kingfish? I said, Yeah, that's me, man. Oh, how'd you know it was me? Well, because we've been waiting on you for two days. You know, that we're like three days or sorry, three days late. We're three days late on this load because of the weather. They were like, Yeah, it's the time of year, it happens all the time. Now I suspect these guys of all people know about weather delays and things like that they probably deal with it all the time so i was like okay so anyway they uh they were really nice it was a nice group of people they uh yeah i, I backed in a spot and yeah i had backed in when i pulled in i said oh go ahead and drop it right there and one of the one of the guys came over and he started cranking the landing gear down while i was doing everything else and then i backed in there they pointed out an empty trailer yes i have an empty trailer going from Montana all the way to Chicago. I'm not too excited about that. But anyway, these guys were fantastic. I really enjoyed the hub. They had a really good vibe to it. Uh, the the hub I work out of, hub, terminal, whatever you want to call it, in uh, Addison, they, they also have the same kind of vibe. I think it's the smaller hubs, you know, the smaller places. I really like the smaller places. It just seems like they got a real nice vibe to them, you know. They're 
real family orientated and I really liked that that's why I picked Addison to go work at I really liked the place but anyway enough of that so now we're on our way back and we're still in Montana we got a long ways to go it's going to snow all the way back of course which should be pretty fun I would imagine it's going to be an exciting adventure when will we get back? I have no idea. I'm guessing sometime Wednesday afternoon. You know, normally we would get back a little sooner, but, you know, we got this empty trailer, we got this ice and snow to deal with, and an empty trailer is better than a bobtail, but it's still not as secure or as safe as a loaded trailer. So we're just going to... We're not going to push it. We're going to take it, you know, we're going to take it easy. We got an empty, so there's no point. We've already, we're so far past our start time, you know, that we blew this week off. You know, we weren't able to do our run this week, which really sucks. You know, you can't be a rock star if you're late. And quite honestly, being on time and safe are the two most important things in trucking, of course. But... You know, this week, you know, we're just we're just not going to be on time. It just didn't happen for us. That road closure screwed everything down, and it was just downhill from there. So, I don't know. But everybody understands. Everybody expects things like this once in a while. So it's no big deal that way. But still, I must admit, I don't like to be late. I don't like to. I like to be on time. I always like to be early. I'm not used to being late. It's something I'm not used to. So, you know, it is what it is, right? When I get back to the house, if I ever get back to the house, I'll uh, catch up on the news and we'll go back from there. But then I get some YouTube videos. I'll be host, you know, be posting soon, hopefully. Uh, some of it from this weather and things like that. Just got to wait till I get home before I can mess with that stuff. I got the 360 camera. I, I didn't mess around with it too much. Quite honestly, it was too damn cold. Uh, we're in the North Dakota at the rest area. They're waiting for the service truck. It was probably like five, six degrees. You know, it didn't drop below. But when we got over here to Montana, it got down to like 12 to 13 below. That's not with wind chill. That is the actual temperature. It actually dropped down that low. It was just, you know, it wasn't cold. It was painful. All right. Just flat out freaking painful. That's what the weather's like when it gets that cold. You know, it's just, there's no other way to look. It just hurts. It just hurts. So, like I said, I'm in the bunk. We're cruising. I get to go to sleep as soon as I'm done here. And I gotta tell you, I'm exhausted. Now, I haven't been on a road like that in a long time. Where I didn't... In fact, it's the first time I've ever been on that road. That US-93. And I think I would like to do it a couple more times to get it down. Because it was pretty nerve-wracking. Of course, next time I do it, I'd like to do it when it isn't snowing. That would be pretty nice. Because it was coming down hard. You know, at one point, I was going up this section. And it turned into, it was a two-lane, turned into a divided highway. But the divided highway sign was so covered with snow, I didn't realize that it almost went down the wrong side of the divided highway. Because you could not tell where the road was. 
you know, and I thought it was more, I don't know, you just couldn't tell. When, when it gets like that, you're on a two lane or even a highway, you can see the reflectors on the shoulder and they'll give you a good indication of where the road is. It may not tell you where the lane is, but it'll tell you where the road is. And that's what I was going by all night long. Mostly by staying between the reflectors. It's, you know, it's, and then just taking it slow. No hurry. It's already late. You know, we're not doing, we're not going slow on purpose. We're going slow, or I mean for a negative reason. We're going slow because we want to stay safe. We want to stay steady. You know, we want to just get there one mile at a time. Don't worry about, you know, where you're going. Just do one mile at a time. That's how I do it. Just one mile at a time. I worry about the next mile. And then I worry about the next mile and the next mile. You try to look at the big picture, it'll drive you crazy. You know, when I was 100 miles away from that place, I was like, ah, shit, I'm never going to make it. Then I started thinking one mile at a time, and I was like, before you know it, you're there. You know, it was pretty nice. Yeah, it was a good time. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Just please no snowstorms. You know, uh, you know, if I go into Rockies or go into like 70 or Donner Pass or something like that, I know every off-ramp, every exit, every place you can stop, and that helps out a lot. So I'm acting. I know what I need to do, and, and I act, and I'm positive, and I do the things I need to do. On this particular road, I was reacting. The road was driving me. You know, I didn't understand where the downhills and the uphills were and things like that. And you know, It was so dark, it was hard to tell. If I run it a couple more times, I'll have it down. But for right now, not so much. And also, there's a lot of lakes and, th- you know, streams and bridges and things like that. And I really didn't get to see them because it was so dark. You know, we're driving right next to the water. And supposedly it's very scenic, but I never got to see it because it was pitch black out there. So that's been my week so far. So, I don't know. I'll update you with some YouTube stuff when I get back and also... I'll update you guys with, uh, you know, some of the weather stuff we're dealing with. But, you know, it's the life of a driver. You know, stay smooth during the winter, stay steady, and you're less likely to break loose from ice. You know, don't go crazy. It's not about going fast, it's about being efficient. And just take your time. Nothing in that truck is worth risking your life for nothing the most valuable thing in that truck is you that's the most valuable thing in that truck nothing else is important as you so when you're driving you gotta pull over you gotta pull over get a little tired pull over you know that's about it so other than that I can't think of anything else I probably should have posted something from the rest area but I was so just I don't know just so shocked it was happening so anyway that's my update I'm going to go ahead and post this stay out of trouble and next one will come from the house I'll catch up on the news and we'll go from there and I'll tell you about how the week ended alright I hope this sounds alright I haven't done one of these in a while on the phone so we'll have to wait and see alright have a great week alright try to stay dry and definitely try to stay warm peace out